Welcome to Foibles, where my mom and I record conversations we have anyway. I'm Zoe. I'm Zoe's mom. Oh yeah, that's right. I have a name. It's Frida. <laughs> Hello, dear listeners and lovely, lovely readers. I am back with another mini recommendation, and today I also am going to give you something on the lighter side and on the thinner side. So this is a slight and a rather delightful novel. It's called Diary of a Provincial Lady by E.M. Delafield. And this novel, I was really surprised when I read it, because it is in the form of a diary of a provincial lady in England. And she lives in her country house with her, her husband and her dogs, and it's that country house thing that we see in movies from the period of the 1920s and 30s. And these people, they have a lot of land and a nice big house, but they don't have a lot of money because, you know, World War I did take its toll on the upper classes of England and changed the, the economic basis of England so that these people were not able to produce as much income as they had been because they weren't involved in the industries or that were taking over and producing a lot of income for people at that point. Um, and she's, you know, someone who walks around in her bro in her sensible skirt inspecting drains and the drains aren't working there's a lot about drains in this book (laughs) but it's it's done with such wit and so funny and her her wry take on the husband and so forth it's very very funny and delightful and um, I was surprised as I was thinking about recommending this to you I looked up E.M. Delafield because I didn't really know anything about her and she's really quite an interesting person oh first of all I should say that this book was published in 1930 so that will give you a sense of where we are in the landscape of literature so it is between the wars and the author M. Delafield her actual name was this is a very interesting name Edme E-D-M-E-E it's spelled so it looks like it's French Edme Elizabeth Monica Dashwood and her maiden name was last name was Delapasture I know, exactly. And she, during her life, lived not only in England, she lived in Singapore and Malaysia. So this was certainly at the time when British colonialism was still going on and they still had the empire and men were posted out to these various colonial outposts. And of course, they took their wives and family with them. And so she uh, was married to Arthur Paul Dashwood, which is why she is named Dashwood. And she was just very interesting because in I just thought this was weird. In 1911, she decided that she would enter a French religious order in Belgium. And this was a cloistered order, so she would be taken out of the world. Why on earth? I mean, I don't know enough about her, but that just seemed really strange to me that this woman who was raised in this obviously prosperous sort of higher class place and she had these international connections, apparently, that she would be drawn to doing that. But hey, she must have been very religious and really seeking something there. I guess I should understand that. But apparently at one point she was told by the people at the convent when she was there that if a doctor advised a surgical operation for her, your superiors will decide whether your life is sufficient value to the community to justify the expense. (laughs) If not, you'll either get better without the operation or die. In either case, you will be doing the will of God and nothing else matters. I think that kind of turned her off, that story. And I guess actually why she chose to come out into the world and get married and be a writer was that her her beloved sister, and her beloved sister's name was looks like it was Yoe, Y-O-E. I could have named my daughter that. 
because her name is XOE, so if I just shifted one letter. Anyway, that's a digression, sorry. Uh, her beloved sister was going to enter a convent as well, a different convent where she would be enclosed, and they would never see each other again. And she said she could not bear the thought of that and being apart from her sister and being out of the world in that way. So she finally did see what you're supposed to see during while you're a postulate is, is this life for me, and do I have the vocation to, to become a, a religious uh, life? And she didn't. So she came out, she got married, she wrote uh, this fantastic book, very funny, very light, so witty, and she wrote many other books after that, but this is her best. And this is the one I think people don't remember anymore and don't realize is out there. So it's a little gem for you. You can still get a copy of it. Dip into it. You'll be delighted. It will refresh you uh, because it is so light and dry and so full of wit. So that is the story of Diary of a Provincial Lady. I have it on my shelf. I keep it. It's not one that I have given away because I know that I'm going to read it again sometime. If you want to get in touch with us, shoot us out an email to foiblespodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening.